0: Hey y'all, I'm Megan. And
1: I'm Morgan. And And we're we're the the Co Sisters. sisters.
0: The conversations where we have
1: laughed the most, learned the most, and have grown the most have always been with each other. So now we are opening the door to our sisterly conversations, hoping to be the sisters you always wanted. Welcome Welcome to to the the sisterhood. Sisterhood. All right, everybody, let's get this show
0: on the road. We are back and better than ever. Well, we said that last time, but we yes. are back.
1: We're back. We're good. We're back. We're here. You're not getting rid of us this time. I know. We're back, guys. We're back. Don't worry. You can all stop crying. It's yes, fine. It's dry fine. Dry your tears. We stepped away for a little bit, and we'll get into we that later. But one thing that we didn't realize was how much you guys actually enjoyed listening to this, like until we kind of took a step back and then people were like texting us, calling us, asking us like, um, are you guys okay? Like Like, where's going
0: on? We missed the pod. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like where's the next episode? Um, I've been checking Mm -hmm. every Monday and so now we're here. One of those things
0: like we know we love recording it, but hearing it from y'all, it's It makes it so much more fun knowing that, like, there's actually people listening. Yeah. You know? We're not just talking to this little black mic on my kitchen counter. So, we're back with a fire under our butts. Um, And full transparency. The reason why we took a break is because a lot has happened this month um, for me personally. And here on Sisterly Conversations, we believe in taking care of your mental health. And that's exactly what I needed to do. And thank you, Morgan,
1: for supporting me in that and letting me take some time to figure out things on my end. I guess I can take it away with the weekly recap. Um, So yeah, SAO recruitment just finished up. For those of you who don't know, um, I am vice president of a Christian sorority on the UT campus called Sigma Alpha Omega. Um, and we recently hosted our spring recruitment for new members and wow, is God so good is all that I have to say. It's, it's blew my mind. Is it blown? My mind is blown. 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 (laughs) My mind is blown away
0: by what y'all did this, this spring. It's pretty cool.
1: It was just one of the most successful recruitments that we've Mm -hmm. ever had. And recruitment was just such a reminder to me of God's faithfulness mm. and the ways that He rewards us when we make Him the center of everything. Um, so yeah, that's been really, really great. Shifting directions. Something that hasn't been so great is the fact that there is a roach problem at my <laughs> house, and oh, I would torch the place. Literally. Torch oh my God! Place. Like it is so We don't awful. we don't work with roaches. No, we I do not work with roaches. I don't work with roaches. And work like our torch. Mom, like mom if you're listening to this I know your skin is probably crawling it is so disgusting like they're not like everywhere but it's just way too many like little roaches that we're finding the normal oh, and Lord. literally we emailed the landlord three times emailed him once no reply emailed him the second time about like that and another issue and he replied to the other issue but not the roaches so then we replied and we were like um hi the roaches they're still roaches he replies Per the lease, it is not the landlord's responsibility to take care of pest control and spray for bugs. You guys can hire a pest control service on your dollar to take care of the issue. I said, excuse excuse me, Kevin? But anyway, roach problem, Kevin sucks, whatever. For those of you who don't know, on to the next topic. I'm a co-chair, basically a leader for a campus ministry called Ignite Texas, And my time with my fellow leadership has been so fruitful, so awesome. It's been so great getting to know them. And now things are getting into full gear because we got our counselors and we're getting ready for retreat. And that has just been such an incredible time. I'm actually going to get to, we're going to get to all hang out together for the first time tonight. It's going to be so incredible. Um, Schools kicking into things um classes are back in person I'm going into full teacher mode um actually getting to learn about all these wonderful things that are going to apply to my future job and classes are in person so that's something to celebrate so it's been a pretty eventful couple of weeks awesome um made some new friends the roaches in my house oh, do great. they have names no, there's too many of them. You think I'm naming those? Absolutely not. How many are there? Well, there's just like, okay, it's not like infested. Like, it's not like you walk around and there's just like roaches scuttling everywhere. But, scuttling. you Scuttling. Know, that's a new one. When you live in a house, occasionally, like every like three months or so, or like once a year, you'll see like a roach crawl on the floor. You'll freak out and like stomp yeah. it. And that's the end of it, you know? Every day we find mm. a roach. Every day we find a roach. I don't know if y'all heard that, but I was drinking coffee as she said that and I just choked. We find at least one roach every day.
0: Funny story with a roach. So I am terrified of bugs. I don't know what it is about them. I know I'm like way bigger than them and I can easily just squash them and move on with my life. Terrified. So I was getting ready for the day and I noticed a roach in my living room. Freaked out. Started screaming. I called Morgan to see if she could come over to kill it. I'm like on FaceTime with her screaming. I'm crying. Morgan's like guiding me through. Like She's go get freaking a shoe. out.
1: And I'm sitting over here cool as a cucumber because baby, this is a daily occurrence for me. Like She's like, go get a shoe. Hit it. Whatever. And I'm just like, I
0: just don't think I can do it. And like screaming. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon I hear a knock on my door. And my sweet little neighbor, he came over and he's like, Are you okay? Cause he probably thought you were getting murdered. <laughs> no, he literally like, thought I was getting murdered. He's like, Are you okay? And he's like looking around in the apartment and he he's like blink twice if you're not okay. He's like, Are um, you being
1: assaulted? No, and I'm like what? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. There's there's a roach in my apartment. Well literally that's the one thing is I feel like now I am so unfazed by roaches and I used to be deathly afraid of them and now I'm just having to deal but I want to clarify for the audience that I do not live in a pigsty and where my house is so nice like literally the the company that we rent from is like I'm not gonna say the last name but it's like blankety blank custom home builders like they're like custom homes yeah it's and it's really g- every time people come over they talk about how gorgeous the place is and how did you find a place like this little do they know there's a whole little Roach family burrowing in my house it's disgusting but yeah oh, one oh. of our dads the next time one of the dad's visits he's gonna spray we're very capable of spraying but oh, I don't know we just like I did do- we're princesses so we're not gonna do that. <laughs> Spray things yourself? Yeah, so you can go to Home Depot and buy the thing, and it's like a little, like, this is (laughs) new to me. This This is new to me. (laughs) So that's literally all it takes. Like, he could, Kevin could come do that himself, but he always likes to be like, as per the lease. See, like,
0: I really want to buy a house within the next year or two, but instances like this make me real nervous because I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what to do. Well, when
1: you're a homeowner, you can just take care of it yourself. You just call a pest control company. But you won't be a broke college student That's who true. relies on their landlord to take care of their house, you know? Yeah. Literally, we are at his beck and, like, and call, and he knows it. And then he came over to, he came over to um, fix our dishwasher, and he goes... Oh, well, are you sure you guys are loading it right? You know, bowls and cups go on the top. Utensils go in the basket. Kevin, I know dang well I know how to load a dishwasher better than you. Because I know you've never touched a dish in your life. Because (laughs) you're probably a toxic male. And you expect your wife to do everything for you. So I know you've never washed a dish in your life. Watch, watch. (laughs) Sweet little Kevin Oh, totally he, loving he is not dishwasher. sweet little Kevin. All I, am, you know what? I'm so over Kevin. I can't wait to move out. The house is beautiful, but I can't with him. Anyway, Megan, how was your week?
0: <laughs> All righty. Well. I wish I had a more positive and upbeat and funny random updates for y'all, but unfortunately, that's just not how my update is going to be. And that's okay. This go around and I know you know I tend to have a salesman's personality and paint everything in the best light, and I've done that for the past 23 years of my life. And one thing I really want to do this year is be authentic and really just share when I'm struggling because I know someone out there is also going through the same thing and walking through the same thing, and if they can know they're not alone, then I feel like there is something beautiful in that, and so um, Cooper and I broke up, and out of respect for him, I won't be getting much into that on this podcast, but um, obviously it was sad and breakups suck. You know, two people do not enter into a relationship thinking like, "Oh, this is going to end." That happened and um I after that, you know, obviously, like I said, it sucks, breakups suck. I think we've all been through them and they're not fun. But I tried to just pivot and think about, "Okay, well, during this season, I am going to focus on my own personal dreams." I'm going to focus. One big dream I've had is miss texas and so the very next week was miss southeast texas one thing i haven't talked a lot about on this podcast is my pageant journey and especially what it's been like this year so a little bit of background kind of setting the stage for all of you in order to compete at state miss texas you must win a local and then in order to compete at nationals miss america you must win miss texas And so in the past, when I have gone and competed at locals to qualify me for state, I've always just went in, won the first local I competed in, that was that, we went on to state. Um, It was like that for the past three years. That's just how it's been, and that's going into this season how I expected it to be. I expected it to be easy, and I have competed in five pageants this season and have walked away runner-up four times. After the breakup, Miss Southeast Texas was coming up, and literally my friends, my family gathered around me, and they're like, this is it. You have wanted this title ever since you started competing for Miss Texas. You're going to go for it. This is your year. Let's do it. And uh, Mama Co. Little literally drove up, little pageant mama. Yeah. We went and bought a new dress. We got a new interview outfit. Like we were ready. I was over at Morgan's. We practicing practiced her my walking walk. patterns. We practiced her talent.
1: talent. We, it was like pageant boot camp. No, literally, in my
0: house. I got with like a, page, a vocal coach um, for my talent. Like it was. I hadn't trained that hard in a long time since I first started competing. And so we went in pageant day. Uh, my best friends drove up from Austin. Shout out to my Texas cowgirls and everyone that day. Like literally while the pageant was happening, everyone was texting me like, you got this. Like this is your shoe-in. Um, and just really hyping me up. And I there was a lot of talented girls that day. But just felt very confident that one of the titles, I'd be coming home with one of them. And unfortunately, I didn't. And then... I'm like, well, you know what? I'll just focus on my career. But as any of you who have started new jobs know, it is not easy starting a new job. Yeah. It's, it's not easy
1: being the fresh person, person. who
0: knows the least. Yes, it's yeah. not easy. And there was a few hiccups that literally left me having so much imposter syndrome and just wondering, am I where I need to be? And finally, I literally went in the bathroom, I like called one of my friends and she's like, "Listen, You are there for a reason. This job, it just, the brand, everything is so you. And yes, it's hard, but you got to stick it out. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I've done. Mommy, raise no quitter. Yes. She's like, put on your big girl panties and suck it up. And uh, that's what I have done. I've definitely been approaching things with a get-to attitude. I get to do this and I'm happy about it. And I... Ever since then and ever since that conversation, things have gotten so much better and I definitely feel like I am where I need to be. They're great. But now you can kind of get the idea of why we took so long of a break because it was just one thing snowballing after another, after another, after another. And it got to the point where I was just like, okay, what's next, God? (laughs) Like there's not much more you can throw my way at this point. You know, what is next? But one thing I come to realize is for the first time in my life, I don't have a plan. And for someone who is so type A and tries to be three steps ahead on everything, it's terrifying, but I'm trying to find the beauty in it. And that's kind of where I am right now. And so when Morgan and I were brainstorming topics for this episode back, I'm like, you know what? We need
1: to do an episode called Girl, Get It Together. But yeah, the whole idea of... You know, trying to look at things in a beautiful light when things aren't going your way trying to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and push through um, is kind of what we're going to be talking about today. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And like right now is a time in my life
0: where I'm personally walking through it. And Morgan has had moments in her life where she has been at the lowest of lows, but have pulled herself up and has a lot to speak about. Um, on this topic and so today we just want to speak to that girl our guy who is struggling and nothing in their life seems to be going right and they are terrified of what's next and we just want to speak truth over you today and leave you with kind of five truths that um, we have taken from seasons like this i'm Mm -hmm. i'm learning in a season like this And so today, we are going to talk about how we have used seasons of uncertainty to grow us, shape us, and lead us into
1: who we are supposed to be. Yeah. And before we get into that, I just want to say the path towards, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see it right now, getting it together is not a straight path. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, right now we're coming from the perspective of like, I've had moments where I've been in low seasons of my life and now I feel like I'm at a point where I, I am doing well, but who knows? Like next week, I could be the one who's really struggling and it has been that way before. You're not going to wake up one day and say, okay, God, I'm ready. I'm going to get my life together. I'm going to submit to what you have for me and it's going to be a straight path from there. I mean, we'd be foolish if we thought that um, and so with all of these things that we say, These are things that we, along with you, our listeners, are going to have to constantly remind ourselves. It's not like, here's the five steps towards fulfillment and then everything will be fine. Um, It's a constant back and forth. But one thing that I heard um, the other day was just because you're taking two steps forward and one step back does not negate the fact that you took one step forward. Mm, you know that's powerful and that comes to and they were talking about like weight loss so it's like just because you lose 10 pounds that you gain two it doesn't mean you didn't lose eight but that also applies to everything in life yeah so yeah let's get into it
0: number one the first truth is it is okay to not have a plan and this is something I have had to remind myself daily multiple times a day I am a dreamer and I am a planner and every single year I start off by making a vision board and like I am constantly have my one year, five year, ten year plan and I have plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G and backup plans and it just seems like every single plan I've had for this season of my life, it has totally shifted Mm -hmm. and for me it's like what is the plan? What is going on? And right now, the fact that I don't have a plan, like I mentioned earlier, it is terrifying. But what I'm trying so hard to do is find the beauty in it. And right now, for me personally, the plan is just to focus on myself and focus on my relationship with Christ. And I feel like for that girl who's struggling, that guy who's struggling, that you are a planner as well, it is so important to know that sometimes it is okay for the only plan to be to focus on yourself and better yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is a great plan. One thing that my friend Liv said, which, hey Liv, I love you. I know you listen to this. Um, one thing she said to me in the midst of all this craziness, which just, like I said, it wasn't just one thing in my life this past month. It was just one thing after another, after another. And one thing she told me is she went through something very similar in a very similar season. And she said, I knew in that season, I could allow this to change me into something I'm not or lead me closer to Jesus. And I chose the second of the two. And when she said that, I was like, wow, that's so true. And you know, there has been times of confusion and doubt where I'm just like, I just want anything to like numb this pain. But at the same time, like, that's not who I am. Moving on to number two, and I guess I can kind of kick us off with this one and talk about this one a little bit, is it is important to recognize that your dreams are allowed to change. And I know for me personally, you know, the dreams I had in college and the dreams I have now are kind of, they're shifting, they're changing. And part of me feels like it's such a wrong thing. But also in this season, I'm realizing that it is okay for my dreams to shift and it's okay to pursue new dreams
1: and I like that idea of like it's okay for dreams to change because sometimes we set goals for ourselves but then when we don't achieve them we feel like a failure Mm -hmm. but sometimes the dreams that you have aren't Really, what's best for you? Like, oh my gosh, the dreams that I had when I was in high school—I thought I was gonna move to New York and do Broadway, da, da 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 da. And then that dream passed. And then I thought I was gonna marry my SoundCloud rapper boyfriend, and we were gonna live like an amazing <laughs> life together. Boy, did that dream change? And thank God it did. And now, like, my dreams are to be a teacher and a good mm. wife and mother one day. But who knows if that yeah. dream will
0: change too? Well, and I feel like too, you know, the reason why I put this point in here is because sometimes I feel like the reason we get really down and uncertain is when a dream we've had for so long isn't coming to fruition.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And sometimes... Gosh,
1: that is so frustrating. It
0: is. And sometimes it's one of those things like, okay, God, is this your way of telling me that this isn't meant for me? Or is this...
1: Your way of saying, I'm closing this door so other ones can open for you. Okay, so that kind of brings us into our third point, which is even when you don't feel like it, do it. This can be a million different things. Even when you don't feel like getting out of bed, girl, do it. Get out of bed, put one foot in front of the other, let's go. When you don't
0: feel like washing your face,
1: do it. it. Your pores will thank you. You (laughs) It's just one of those things where I
0: know as someone who's currently going through this season, there's days where I'm like... I just don't feel like it. Like, I am so tired with work. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what's coming next. But it's like, no, I cannot be in that mindset. I have to get up, like Morgan said, put one foot in front of the other, put on my big girl panties,
1: and go after it. Yeah, and that reminds me of something I saw on Instagram once. It was, like, one of those, like, cringy, like, mom posts. But it actually, like, really applies to life. And it was basically saying, do something today that your future self will appreciate tomorrow. Mm, I love those cringes. Yeah, I know. And sometimes just us isn't enough. Like, I know sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'm going to do something today that my future self will appreciate tomorrow. But sometimes that's just not enough because it's really easy to be like, I'm going to go to bed with my makeup on, I'm going to skip the gym today, but I'm going to skip my quiet time today and it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. But sometimes having an accountability partner or someone who can be in it with you, it's so important. With that, let's move on to point number four. Point
0: number four is lean on those around you. And I know we've spoken on this before about sisterhood and everything. And I know for me personally, when I'm going through something hard, I don't want people to see me struggling. I don't want people to see me suffering. And so one thing I'm learning through this season is not only is it important for me to lean on my friends, but it's also important to open up. And I know there was one day I had a really bad day at work and I called (laughs) Literally four-way Facetime, my girlfriends just crying, and having them there to pick me up and rebuild me and remind me of my truth and my purpose. It was so so worth it. And on those hard days where I just I don't really feel like doing anything, having them there to be like, no, you're coming. You're gonna do stuff like this is all temporary, like, you're going to find your dreams again, you're going to redefine your life, like, you're fine, we're Mm -hmm. here for you, that is something that is
1: so powerful. Those,
0: like, we were talking
1: about in Sisterhood, the people that will carry your mat. When you can't walk yourself. Yeah, big time. Lean on those people, lean on those people. And the second part that goes into that real quick before we wrap up is you have to open up. Yes. Like, People cannot help you if you do not know how you are struggling. Like we were talking about the man with the mat. We can get into that analogy. If he was like, no, guys, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, I don't need to go see Jesus. I can can manage. I've done this my whole life. It's okay. I'm fine. Like, he wouldn't have gotten the help that he needed. We can't push people away. Whenever we are hurting, we have to open up. Sometimes you've got to make that FaceTime call. You've got to cry in front of your girlfriends because how else are they going to know you're hurting? And that starts with having those strong relationships that you can do that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And
0: having those people you can turn to. And if you don't have those people you can turn to, DM us (laughs) on our Instagram. Like, no joke. Someone has actually done that. Please, we want to be there for you. We want to walk with you in whatever you're
1: going through exactly and so that brings us to our last point which is ultimately the most important point and it's that when you are in a low season of your life you can find peace in the fact that this feeling is temporary amen and this too shall Shall pass. pass Life,
0: it's not waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. Oh my god. Okay, Bridgerton.
1: I'm dancing in the rain. The the lily. Oh my gosh. Oh man, I want to have a little Bridgerton moment. Oh baby, Bridgerton, Bridgerton. But we love Bridgerton. But yeah, like this feeling is temporary. This season will pass. And that's not to say that you should just wait it out and wait for it to go away. But knowing that like we can have faith in the fact that we serve a God that has greater things in store for us Mm -hmm. and we can find peace um, in the fact that we are exactly where he has placed us right now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's just our little nuggets of wisdom from our very short lives. Like yes. we have not lived a very long we haven't lived long we lives yet. We so we haven't like, it yet. It's just we do not things. know the secrets of the universe. We don't we, but no. we know what it's like to
0: struggle and we know that there are people our age who are also struggling as well yeah. and we hope that you know something we said today you can walk away with and also this is probably a podcast episode I'm gonna go back and listen to yeah. for myself because it's something I have to remind myself of. And also pretty soon we're we're going to be having guests on the show which mm-hmm. is so if you're listening Friday. and you want
1: to be a guest hit, us, hit up. us up we already have a few people in mind but we could use a larger guest list so yes yeah, so very excited about yeah. that but we will be returning
0: back to our normal regularly programmed schedule let's hope so <laughs> no we will be we'll be back every monday and uh but we yeah are so excited to be
1: restarting this journey with all of you as always check out our instagram leave a rate and we love y'all see you next week